this year is your year, even if you also said that in 2022. And however you want to make a splash, Mother Nature can help you every step of the way with wool runner missiles from Allbirds. Wool runner missiles are shoes made from premium supernatural weather repellent materials, so you can jump into this year with both feet, rain or shine. The high-top runners are made from temperature-regulating, moisture-wicking merino wool, treated with durable puddle guard technology to keep you dry and comfy. And you can take confident strides with supernatural rubber treads that grip for all condition traction and sugarcane-based sweet foam midsoles that put a little bounce in each step. Allbirds is constantly innovating to increase the performance and longevity of their earth-friendly materials. So even on your toughest outings, you'll wear out before your shoes do. This year, make a splash without worrying about getting your feet wet with Wool Runner Mizzles from Allbirds. Discover your perfect pair at Allbirds.com today. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, on the monorail. Just got back from the cruise. Oh, did you get any souvenirs? No, but I got insomnia. I got some condensed milk. I got sick with COVID. I got sick of everyone. No, why, why, why are you twitching? And you love these cruises. Why? And uh, Alex, yes. put some engine noises in the background. Sure, I'll put some engine noises in the background. I'll, 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 uh, I'll Google engine noises. I can just make it right now. You ready? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 162 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today, we won't be giving any his, but we're going to have some fun, right? Uh, Jen and I, we're going to talk about our Disney cruise that we went on because uh, we have a lot of fun stories and cool stuff to tell you. And we're going to play a game. We have Scott with the No New Friends with us today because Chris is on a is on a cruise somewhere in the middle of the um, Atlantic. Hopefully, he's okay. But I think he's going through the Bermuda Triangle. But it's not a Disney cruise, so we can't talk about it. Yeah, it's not a Disney cruise. It's Royal Caribbean. So, but hey, Scott, how are you doing today? Good. And and listen, not only am I from the New New Friends podcast, but I am the director of sales for the Diz His podcast. That's right. If you want a commercial That's on true. the Diz His podcast, just email me, DizHis65Scott at Yahoo.com. Yeah. So we can, if you want a commercial, you know, maybe listen, uh, you know, we have like thousands and millions, thousands, millions, millions of listeners. You can go ahead and there get your you ad go. on here. Yeah. I, I love hearing about news about my own podcast on my podcast. <laughs> You didn't know you didn't about know this? that? No. <laughs> I thought there was a whole vote and everything. That's what Joe, anytime I have an idea, Joe's like, oh, we got to put it no, up for a vote. No, that's just Joe saying yes to everything and then telling us later. Well, I didn't think it would be that big of a deal. I didn't say it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so right now we are recording live for our Goof Troop members. If you want to watch us live once a week, you know, right now it's kind of a weird schedule because Alex and I are both on like a two-month vacation because we're teachers. Um, so right now our schedule is kind of messed up. But if you want to watch us live, you know, once a week, all you got to do is go to Dizzy's.com. You can see the link at the very top to sign up for the Goof Troop as well as being seeing our beautiful faces. You'll be entered into our lovely giveaways and we do giveaways, you know, um, a couple times a month. We just gave away Wax Melt last week. Chris gave away a pack of like Disney cards. So if you want to join in on that, all you got to do is just go to our website, dizhiz.com, D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com. And if you want to share a memory or if you want to get in contact with us, you can call us at 707-842-0345 and leave us a voicemail. 
Or if you want to message me directly and tell me about history you may have got wrong or maybe a future idea for an episode, you can email me at dishishistory at gmail.com. And apparently, if you want to be if you want to have an ad for the podcast, you can also email Scott at what is it? Dishis65 Scott? At Yahoo.com. Yeah, yeah, at Yahoo, know. not Gmail, at Yahoo. We we need to work on that, Scott. He he came up with that. It one was the on only thing available. There's, there's I did no every way. search imaginable. Hey guys, listen, I'm I glad you finally so. cut off the prize giveaway on the last episode because Chris was just looking for random things around his house he to was. give away. I really thought Ryan was going to win a roll of toilet paper. I was hoping I had my fingers crossed, but it, it, we never got there. Yeah, that would have been pretty good. We I had to stop like it. A Disney toilet paper. They're like, let's give away 18 items. I was like, no. Hey, does Eight. Disney? We we were on. We were going that way. <laughs> really, we were. Chris was like, well, Gosh, I'm going to give. Away day miss a lot yeah and, and now chris is no longer with us uh for today r.i.p <laughs> i mean he's away everything <laughs> he's not dead he's not dead he's so he, he's <laughs> chris is no longer with us he's so with us but let's go ahead and talk about the cruise okay guys um so jen and i went on a seven day disney cruise and it was a lot of fun um jen what are some of the highlights that you remember that i can kind of go off of because my memory doesn't last um too long right scott <laughs> no not at all not yeah. one bit Okay, so here's the funny. The first funny is that we had three rooms, all of us, and we did um, something called a guarantee rate where you don't know your room is, you know, they just give you room assignment, you know, whatever. You just know the category. So when we got our rooms, um, Joe had an adjoining room with my kids, which was weird. And they put us on the opposite end of the ship, a floor up on the opposite end of the ship, all the way in the back in what is known as the um, flag room, because the flag that sails off the um, back of the ship, it actually comes up off of that balcony. Now, the balcony on the flag um, room is humongous. So, you know, we're kind of sitting there all scratching our heads like, why did they put Joe with our kids and put us, you know, so far away? Like, none of it made sense. So called Disney. And we'll talk to Joe because my husband was like, no, I'm not giving this room up because the balcony, like I said, it is gigantic. And so I'm like, no, I want to be closer to the kids back and forth, back and forth. And Joe agrees to switch. He thinks he's got the better deal in this. Okay. Yeah, I think I got the better deal. I mean, deal. you just we'll said it was a bigger here. balcony. It, oh, yeah, he was, was like, amazing. oh, I'll take the bigger room. Sure. I'm, you know what? I'm so nice. I'll take the bigger balcony. Right. So, you know, my husband yeah. was like quietly pissed off because <laughs> i kind I mean, of didn't... Ba- it was massive I like to like, call that pouting like... jen we call yes. that pouting wow. yes so uh you know whatever so we switch the rooms and you know so we get on the ship everybody has lunch blah 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 time to go check out your room so the kids and i you know we all we have these really really nice extended balconies that are adjoining the door is opened you know we have this really cool like big balcony on the fifth floor it was, nice. Says, it was really nice yeah it was nice but Joe says, guys, but wait, yeah, wait come check more. mine out. So up we go. There is nine of us on this balcony comfortable. It's like as like, big as the room. Yeah, it, it was actually bigger than his room. So that's exciting, right? You no know, exciting. wow, we're going to have we're going to have a great time just hanging out on this big giant balcony, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then mm-hmm. night came. And it wasn't even night, okay? Just to say the ship started up. And I was right, I was pretty much like right above the engine, right? <laughs> so it starts up, the whole room starts shaking like there's like a, you know, Hurricane Andrew out there. So it's shaking, it's shaking. You know, everything in the in the closet's like hitting the hitting the walls. 
It was terrible. Oh my god! This is Joe's worst nightmare because this is like worse than Space Mountain it, at it this was, point. It's it, like it, a more it, terrifying ride. Listen, you say that jokingly, but it was it was like Space Mountain. It, what do you mean? You no, know, Space Mountain was probably le- less um, less intense than that room. Actually, people used to pay for the bed to have to shake, and you got it for free. Yeah, well, I mean Jen, that's, that's that's true. It's, it's very true, and they made jokes about that. But I don't. I mean, I'm trying to sleep. Okay, <laughs> you you can't sleep in a car. I mean, it was worse than a car, man. <laughs> okay. So, you know, as the week progresses, you know, Joe is definitely getting grumpier and grumpier because he is just not sleeping oh, in yeah. this room. And we've told him, hey, you know, you can go up to guest relations. You know, they might give you sleeping rooms for some. sometimes if, you know, there was like a bad situation like that, you know, they may move you, they may do this. And he's like, nope, I don't want to. I'm just going to deal with it, you know, but by far the worst. So for reference, Joe is in the back of the ship on the sixth floor. I was a very back. Like you can see, you can see our room from, from anywhere off the boat. Right. And we were in the front of deck five, like towards the front. And so when we would, when the ship would back into certain ports of call, like the backing in just the engine, it kind of shook the whole ship. So a couple of times that woke me up. So I couldn't even imagine what was going on in Joe's room if it woke me up all the way in the front of the ship. So that wasn't the best experience. And I'm sure Joe wasn't high maintenance about this at all. Right. <laughs> well, he's trying not to be because he didn't want to. He didn't want to bother <laughs> Disney about it. No, so, he didn't want to wait on hold for five hours. Well, you can oh, you can text don't talk message. About that. You guys just trying to get me mad? No, you can <laughs> you can text message guest relations on the ship. That part's pretty cool. But um, he didn't want to. So yeah, it was it was it was not it wasn't terrible. You know, um, I had a, I think there's one night I slept okay, and it was the night whenever they shut the engine off, it was good. Right. It was fine. But for some reason, they want to drive like 800 miles an hour from one destination to the other destination. And I'm feeling like, like I'm feeling like I'm in a freaking uh, fighter pilot. You know, uh, that's when it was kind of hard to sleep. You're like, can we just cruise, please? <laughs> I know, man. There, there were some parts where they were like they were shut the engine off in the middle of the night. I guess they were, you know, flying like 800 miles an hour and they finally got to where they needed to go. They're like, listen, go ahead. We're just going to go ahead and cruise. And then I was able to get some sleep. Um, but it was definitely loud. I mean, it was all right. I mean, I would do it again. No, I would not do that again. You have to move me somewhere else. How sure. how did the rest of the family deal with it? They don't care. They they, they had no issue? problems. It was just Joe. <laughs> I'm dude. I'm Solidly I sleep like Joe. a I sleep like a rock. So I probably would have been out for the count. So and so here's the funny thing is throughout the week, while he doesn't want to complain to anybody, he's he's kind of like making little comments because at one point I'd had a bad night's sleep just because you know sometimes <laughs> sometimes my um. My husband snores a little bit, especially if he's had a few drinks. And so I had just mentioned to Joe in passing, I was like, oh, I'm so tired. You know, it was hard to sleep. You know, Alan's snoring, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, like jumps on it and is like, you know, I could go ahead and and just stay with Alan for the night. And, uh, you know, you could go ahead and sleep with Mel in the back room, Um, you know, and maybe you get some good sleep. Like, a little too eager. Do you do you have an engine under you? No, no, suck it up. You don't have an engine. I've got an engine. But listen, Jen, hold on one second. This, was it loud in there? I believe you it. in your room. Yeah, yeah, it was. I believe it. Lie. It was. Okay, loud. I believe it. Especially because when we were eating in the one dining room, Animator's Palette. Oh my gosh! That so that's on deck three in the back of the ship. And when we were, you know, moving along from point A to point B, you know, it was pretty loud back there. And so their room was directly three floors above that. So 
I'm I don't doubt that it was loud. But other than that, it was a good cruise, right? Uh, so we had that. We had the little room situation, but. I'm fine with it because, you know, being next to those uh, teenagers, right? They're all teenagers, right? So yeah. All being, I mean, that, there was a lot going on there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A well, lot of drama, you know, teenage drama. So I didn't have to deal with that. Cause I no, have, that's I true. Have... You would have had to deal with that. Yes. There's a trade-off. So, <laughs> sure. so other than Joe, that, would you have given this cruise a magic point? Ooh, Ooh. that's a good question. Ooh. Yeah, I would. And the reason why... Of course you would. I know. Just hear me out, okay? Even though... <laughs> it's because listen, you were asked the question. That's we're we're going to keep on going about some of the bad things in this cruise, which, you know, not all of our fault. Like, Is this the new the one? The engine wasn't that bad. We got COVID, right? Which on like day like four or five, you know, so that made things not so not fun, right? Um, but the reason why I give it a magic point it was because, guys, this was my last cruise... For the ships, like I got to be on all the ships. I was ships. gonna say, yeah, I, this is the new ship. This I was been his on. grand slam. Yeah, this was my grand slam. I got to be on yeah. the magic, the wonder, the dream, and the fantasy. So this is the reason why I would give this a magic point. Right. Also, seven days, a little bit too much for me. I'm starting to realize. You think seven days uh, is too much? Yeah, Did, man. Didn't you say you could much. live on a cruise? And I changed my mind. I could live too on much a cruise. <laughs> There's way seven too much days food. would be too long to be around Joe. Well, and hey, it, I'm not that bad to be around. Jen, am I that bad to be around? No, you're not. But this is what's funny is, is that you can definitely tell because I thought at first I thought it was just us, you know, because cruises are fun because you get to do your own thing and everything. By day six, nobody was talking to each other. Really? <laughs> like we were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Joe and I were the only people that were talking. Yeah. So, you know, like everybody like, was just. I understand why we just don't all live in a giant mansion together because this wouldn't work out. <laughs> Yeah, it's it the was the longest just... National Lampoon's vacation. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't anything specific. It was just yeah. I think everybody was just tired of each other. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I think the reason why Jen and I uh, you know, we're we were fine is because you know, we have to have someone to go talk to about why we're mad at everyone else. Right. And, like we would go talk to like, oh man, this person, oh and she's talking to me about this person. Ah. So yes. It was fun. It was good. Seven days is a lot for me to eat. Yeah. Right. For sure. I cannot. And it's hard because you, there's food everywhere and you want to eat the food. You're not sure when you're gonna be able to go ahead and get back on the cruise. It's just eating like crazy. And um, it's just a lot of food for me to eat. And I, and I, I worked out on the ship, right, Jen? I, there's plenty of times where I was like, Jen and you know Trevor went with us. And I was like, hey, we'll meet at the gym, 9 o'clock. And then I'm there at 9 o'clock, ready to go to the gym. And they're like, oh, we're going to go to do something else. I'm like, what? Like anything else yeah anything else but the gym one time they walked with me for like what five minutes in your sandals right before you guys were about to go do something <laughs> and um uh so it, but it, it's a lot man like it's it's it, it's a lot to be pretty much pamper i know it's gonna sound stupid but pampered like that for seven days. <laughs> sometimes i just want to be left i want to do things on my own you I guess, don't know how hard it is to be pampered and waited on hand and foot for seven it's tiring being handed being everything you want and the food just being made, it's tiring. Now I know how billionaires fail, feel. So the um, speaking of that, so one of our experiences, we'll, we'll back up a little bit. So, you know, we, the room thing got taken care of and we're on our way and it's day at sea and everything's nice. And of course we do Palo brunch and they ended up setting us in this ridiculously large and ornate private room. So that was kind of fun because it makes you look like you're more important than you really are. So, you know, the rest of the people who are eating in the dining room, you know, they're kind of like, who are those people in that? And you say where where the podcast is is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So um, so that was good. And I think that Joe and the guys did a little better with kind of pacing themselves with food intake, maybe a little bit slightly. 
but not really. And, um, and then we ended up in our first stop was in Mexico. And this is where things kind of started getting, um, you know, a little crazy. So we get off in Mexico, it's pouring rain. Oh, and we're supposed yeah, to go, okay. we're supposed to go snorkeling. It is pouring. Oh, really? We're, like, and we're out there in the pouring rain. Right. Like, they have us waiting for a snorkeling boat in the pouring rain. And so Joe and his family, they decide to pull the plug on it first. They're like, they cannot be sending us out in this. And they are loading that boat. I mean, and it is black all around us. So Joe and his family, they pull the plug. They're like, we're not going, you know, whatever. And then a few minutes later, my family's like, yeah, we're going to be miserable. So we get out of line. We go to guest relations, you know, whatever, knowing it's our fault. I mean, that we decided not to go on this. Um, and so they said, okay, we'll talk to us later. I mean, we're standing there making a puddle on this marble floor in front of, you know, guest relations because we're soaked. So this then, sounds like another Joe excuse to to not get on a boat. He did the same thing at the Three Caballeros ride at uh in Mexico and Ep- Epcot. So it must be a Joe thing. Oh, what what, what, what I tried to do? A thunderstorm? A Grand Fiesta tour. What did I do? You tried to get out of it. Scared, too scary. Grand Fiesta boat. tour. You could tip okay. over. So listen. So anyways, so we get so we go back on the boat, we regroup, we everybody changes into dry clothes, you know, it's still kind of spit and rain, but whatever. So we venture out and we ended up going out a little separately than Joe. And because, of course, the big draw for my teenagers is everyone's over 18. We can order drinks in so, um, Mexico. So we, we probably wouldn't have been able to experience that that day if because this is a good story coming up here. We yeah. probably wouldn't be able to experience it if we went on the on the boat. So keep on right. your story. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because we all would have been miserable and whatever. So we go out um, and my husband is all about finding the good Mexican restaurant. So off the beaten path, find this great restaurant. And 10 minutes after sitting there, all of the entertainment staff from the ship walk in, you know, all the performers from the um, from the shows. So um, because my daughter recognized them and um, so, you know, you're in a good spot when you are eating in the same place that the crew eats. Right. They know where to go. Yeah, exactly. So, of course, you know, it's exciting. It's novelty. The 18 year olds can order their margaritas and whatever. So we all the only sober one was the 12 year old. At this point, we, we get through two margaritas each. The 12 year old is the only one. And so we're done eating and we have got to make our way back to the ship. So we're just all footsing along, stopping in these shops. And this guy pulls us into um, like a tequila store. It's it's really high class looking like thing. Of course, no high class looking because I'm intoxicated. So pulls me in, pulls, you know, my daughter's friend in and he's like, you want to do some shots? And we're like, yeah, because, you know, why not add more? So he is pouring us these shots and we're, we're, you know, boom, boom. And then he's telling us all about his tequila. And in my drunk mind, I'm going, I should probably buy a bottle of this tequila from this guy because he's working so hard to sell this to me. Now, my daughter and my husband are standing outside and they're like trying to politely get me out of this, you know, shop. But I'm like, I don't care. How much is your tequila? He's like three bottles for a hundred dollars. And I'm like, sold. I would never have done that in my life. <laughs> sober. Listen, go so ahead. Tonight's giveaway is going to be a bottle of tequila. Oh, you don't want Mexico. this tequila. No, Mexico. No, 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 it's no, like no. water. It's, it's, for, it's, um, condensed milk. That's what they, that's what well, he sold. You're, you're, you got you're condensed like, milk from like Target and no, put it in so, the thing. So listen, so they make the big production. They're wrapping up the bottles. They charge me the hundred dollars. My husband is so patient. So we get back on the boat. 
they don't take it from us, which is weird because they should have taken it from us. But I, I think we misunderstood. So somehow these bottles of tequila ended up back in our room. And so we're all sitting there that night. Now we've all napped and we've all, we're all sober and everything else. And we're like, we should try this tequila because Joe hadn't tried it. Joe wasn't with us. So we open one of these bottles and drink the whole thing. And everybody is stone cold sober. Yeah, there's no alcohol nothing. On it. There is there's nothing. <laughs> Go ahead, like, Scott. It's it's where we decide because it's it's a tequila liqueur. So we decide that they basically have taken sweetened condensed milk and put it into a bottle and recapped it and like, they've sold it. To yeah. Us. And you could probably use it for pumpkin pie and make some good, like a good pumpkin pie. Maybe that would have been a really good pumpkin pie. <laughs> um, but after like the first sip, I'm like, hmm. Mm, oh man, I'm not sure about this. So we just kept on drinking. It, it was it was nothing like nothing in it. No, the entire bottle gone. Nothing. Like, so, so. She, yeah, so you got three bottles. Do you still have any more of it? Yeah, there's two bottles still here. Oh. See it because Dude, do you want to try and make some pumpkin pie with it? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so then we get you know the next day we were sitting in um, a restaurant in the Cayman Islands and we're talking about this and the teenagers start googling the tequila place trying to figure it out and basically figure out that it was you know one of those it was set a bakery. Up shop- it was actually a bakery. No, they set up shop in like a, a, an abandoned, like we totally got hosed. Yeah, exactly. Like it, you could not have gotten more hosed than we did. So now we're like, oh my gosh, do we have to stop the credit card? You know, like whatever. And, oh, yeah. you know, everyone's starting to get like mad at me. And I'm like, from now Why on. Why are they mad at you? Because I bought $100 worth of fake tequila. That was good though. I mean, for, it makes for a good story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was, that was only day two. Yes. So... <laughs> <laughs> so well, let's recap the first two days. Uh, Joe's sleeping on top of an engine and we got fake tequila. Yes. So. Magic points all around. Yeah. <laughs> okay. what, what does day three look like, Jen? Is it day three. Uh, We're going to go day by day because it's going to be a long podcast. That was the that was the funny. That was the funny story because, you know, we decided that the the um, tagline for summer vacation was one hundred dollars worth of a fake tequila and a rubber chicken <laughs> so. it was fun that was a fun day that was probably the, the most fun out of the i went to mexico and all i got is this fake tequila and a rubber chicken <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but i mean the you know the other days we went snorkeling um mm-hmm. we ate we ate some really good um jamaican beef patties in jamaica we did a lot of shopping um you know joe got some nice cuban cigars that he still hasn't smoked yet yeah um, and then no, yeah cuban cigars and jamaica was a lot of fun i got these jamaican patties delicious uh, right. i had two of them they were really really good and then the last day at sea. So, of course, on top of all this, you know, all these fun places and stuff like that. We're playing trivia. We're having fun. You know, we're drinking around the ship. Everybody seems to be having a good time overall. Um, and then we get to we had previously wanted to do this Remy dessert experience. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so we it's this really fancy. I think it was sixty dollars, seventy five dollars a person dessert experience. And so, you know, this last is the second to last day we get there. And this is, you know, when you don't really experience this kind of stuff normally and then you get thrust into something like this you just don't know how to handle yourself so that would be joe and my husband why i know how to handle myself I did a because good job. we're sitting there and this is the <laughs> type of plated dinner where or dessert tasting where you everybody 
there's like individual waiters for everybody and all of your plates are getting set in front of you in the it, scene. It's kind of like the Polar Express, kind of like, and they come out with the hot chocolate, you know, they all come running out and they're like, do like all synchronized. Like yeah. Hot chocolate. Yeah. It's kind of like that. So they they're out. serving us, they're, they're serving a synchronized dessert. Mm -hmm. And so, um, hold on. I got a one sec. <laughs> so anyways, so we're all sitting there and Joe is, cracking up you know it's it's kind of funny and every time joe starts cutting up a little bit my husband is like shh this is a fine dining experience yeah he's like yelling makes, at me which makes joe laugh even harder <laughs> yeah i but see then, that but but then out of nowhere you know because there's only a handful of tables in there it is a very elegant course dining experience and we're the last table in and so at the towards the middle of this, all of a sudden, my husband comes out with a story. I don't know why we were talking about potatoes, but my husband tells the story about how him and my so, son. Hold, hold on. But before you tell it, the whole time, though, he's stone cold, like, Joe, stop laughing. Stop laughing about anything. This is a fine dining thing, you know, right? I'm not sure they're bringing out stuff. I'm not sure how I'm supposed to eat this stuff, right? It's like, I mean, am I supposed to use my fork, knife? Like, I don't know, right? I'm just trying to do the best job that I can do, right? Without, um, like, looking like a goof. Like, there's one part where, and all this stuff is just delicious and amazing. But there was, like, one thing where I kind of cut in with, like, a knife and went shooting somewhere. And he's like, ah, ah, what are you doing? I mean, I didn't do it on purpose. Like, calm down, like, a minute, okay? Um... <laughs> Now go ahead and tell your story because out of nowhere so, he's stone cold like this the whole yeah. time now. Like, this so is what like just stone like deadpan, just so serious. And then I don't know how we got onto the subject of baked potatoes. And then Alan he, he tells this story about <laughs> the one time that he is in. He's eating. He's eating with my no, son. No, I and, know how it came about. It's because hmm. I was like, listen, guys, I'm not. I'm more of a Wendy's type of guy. Right. I'm not like more of this fine dining type oh. of thing. I'm more of a Wendy's type of guy. Okay. Than this Wendy's story. Right. So he's like, did I ever tell you the baked potato story in Wendy's? And I'm like, no. So then he's telling the story about how him and my son are eating in Wendy's one night. And this baked potato catches fire back, you know, in the kitchen. And one of the guys just comes walking through the dining room with this flaming baked potato to throw it out the front door of the restaurant while people are just sitting there eating. But the way that Alan's telling this story, Joe like loses it. That like if like milk squirting out of your nose, losing it, cracking up at the thought of a flaming baked potato in the dining room. Yeah, can you just imagine sitting there and like there's a flaming baked potato going? I should man, I, I can just imagine the guy running through the Wendy's like restaurant, like look out, guys! Like it was like a baked potato. And he's like, oh, and throws it outside. Like I thought that was funny. So then he loses it, and then the teenagers start losing it, and everybody's like doing that, you know, snickering but trying not to, and it's just catching through the whole table. Yeah. And so of course, you know, that just makes us look even classier. And you're asked to leave. They did. <laughs> No, actually, some guy from the back, um, the next dessert was like a baked potato. <laughs> it, was a, it was called the Flamon baked potato. So, um, so yeah, you can't take us anywhere. That's yeah, the yeah. point of that so, story. Uh, so, so after, right, our, my waiter came up to me and I was like, you know, he was like, which one's your favorite dessert? And I said, well, you know, um, this was my favorite dessert. And he's like, I like to use my fingers. And I looked over at Alan. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, I was like, he's been giving me a hard time about like eating these things. Like I could have used my fingers. And he's like, you can eat it whichever way you want. I was like, there's no, I was like, in my head, I'm like, what the hell, man? I'm like, you're sitting and giving me a hard time with everything that I'm doing. You know, like I have to, I have to, we go to Apollo. I have to make sure I have the right shoes on. They don't care if I have the right shoe. Sho they don't care, man. Like they don't care. I'm telling you, they don't care. 
So, <clears throat> but that was good though. That was fun. Yes. Um. So the but the Remy dessert experience was, it was definitely something to try. You know, def- would do it again. Mm. Maybe not right away, but I would do it again. I would do it again. And and they came out like you know like between every little dessert that you were to get, and the chef, the pastry chef, would come out and kind of explain the history of that dessert. And also he would talk about how he made and the people in his kitchen made that dessert, which was really cool. Yes. So um, definitely would recommend doing that. And then, of course, so the underlying drama that was going on throughout the week was, you know, we walked away from our shore excursion on in Mexico and because of the rain and thunder and everything. And we were trying to work on getting refunded for that because, you know, we had little kids. Yeah. You know, it didn't feel safe. All of that. And so they didn't, they couldn't give us our money back because it's a third party, blah, 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 you know, everything like that. But they said, and instead, you know, they, they did something different and they gave us this deluxe package to use on Castaway. And so it included bikes, uh, snorkeling gear, floats, and then this stingray experience. So Castaway is the last day. And of course, Castaway is beautiful, this private island, and it's, you know, absolutely pristine. Middle of summer, it is super hot. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, the water is just the perfect temperature. So we're going around, we ride bikes, we're, you know, snorkeling, all of these things like that. Really nice day. And we are scheduled to do the stingray thing around three o'clock. And we almost skipped it because we were pretty tired. And we're like, yeah, you know, Maybe we'll just skip it and go back to the boat, but it's on the way to the boat. So we decide to stop and do it. And let me tell you, that was probably our favorite thing the entire trip, which yeah. doesn't seem like it would be that big of a deal, especially if you've done it at SeaWorld. Um, you know, we've done it in the, you know, Cayman Islands where it's, you know, the wild yeah. stingrays. But what was really cool about it, what gave it like the little Disney touch, if you will. Is they probably have, uh, what did they say, Joe, 30 or 40 stingrays? Uh, like 47 or 48, you know, depending, because sometimes they go and they come back and stuff, which is really cool. And they had them, you know, so we all got to feed them and they had, you know, these trays set up where the stingrays would actually kind of come up onto the tray and they swim around and they would take the food from you. And what was really cool was these guys knew the names of every single stingray that came up and came through, you know, they knew their names. They talked about their personalities. Like you could tell that they really cared about these animals. Wait, hold on. So you don't think they were like making it up as they go? Like, Oh, this is Jim. He has a temper. No, No, they, well, some of them do like he, they know like they would tell us about each stinger as they were coming up and you can tell that they love. How can you tell a stingray apart? They're all the same shape and size. I I thought about that. No, they're not. I thought about that for a second. Right. And so there was one part part where the guy who was our like, you know, person or I'm not, I wasn't sure if it was him. I think it was our person that was kind of like talking to us about the stingrays. Mm -hmm. He went off on his own and like, uh, I think like his favorite stingray, like followed him. Like there was one that he had a connection with and, and the stingray just sat there with him. Like he just sat there and he was like just petting it, you know? Right. It was really like he had a connection with that stingray. It was like his stingray. It was cra- it was cool. It was really cool. And, you know, they were super knowledgeable about all of these, um, you know, habitats and everything like that. You know, and we asked questions. Other other groups were asking questions and they, you know, they really that's what made the experience. You know, seeing the stingrays is cool, but being a local Floridian, you know, we have that opportunity. It was just the the personal touch of it that made it just really cool. And it's so funny because how many cruises and every single time I've walked past and said, Psh, that must be a waste of money. And I would absolutely do it again. Oh, there you go. 
Yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. And he went off on his own. Like, the guy, like, he went off, like, away from everyone else. And the Stingray kind of, like, followed him, you know, like, his Stingray. Yeah. And they were to kind of, like, you can tell that like, he totally, like, really loved the Stingray, I guess you can say. You know? Uh -huh. It was cool. And a couple of things that they had said is, you know, that they are, they're, they're not, they're not quite confined. But on occasion, you know, one of them will get out and they'll come, you know, the next morning they'll come to the beach to, you know, set up for the day, you know, and they'll find one of the stingrays that is just waiting on the outside of the net to get back into, you know, the area where the encounter happens. So they'll just pick it up and put it back in. And the other thing that was kind of cool that was talked about was way back in 2012, um, when Hurricane Sandy hit and the eye of that hurricane went over Castaway, that that was the first time ever that they just opened the, you know, let them, let them loose because obviously you don't want them confined to this little tiny area when this massive storm is coming. Uh -huh. And I think he said, like 39 out of 42 of them came back after wow. the storm. Wow. So pretty neat. Um, but definitely that surprise experience of the trip that just really, of course, you know, classic Disney touches. You could just yep. tell that the people cared and just kind of makes you happy for being on that cruise line specifically. That's cool. Hold, hold on. I do want to talk about one other thing before we close out, which is COVID, right? Uh, like on Wednesday, which was day um, four on the ship. Right, one, right, like day four or whatever on the ship. Mel started to develop some symptoms of coughing, you know, getting sick. So we called down to the medical and they gave her a COVID test. She tested negative, right? Um, so we're like, okay, well, if we're negative, you know, what do we do? And they said, just go ahead and you're fine to go up, to be on the ship doing whatever. So uh, Mel, you know, uh, had one rough night, but then she started getting a little bit better and she was able to go to Castaway. She felt better. She did the bike riding and she was fine. Uh, and then on we were getting back on Saturday and on Friday night, I maybe had a fever. It was like really late, maybe like 11. I maybe had a fever. My son was kind of getting sick on Saturday morning. I wasn't feeling well. So we, we went home and we all tested positive. Yeah. And everyone we were in, we're in a Facebook group on facebook and like i would say jen when you say the majority of people are testing positive that are in that group yeah unfortunately it seems like um this is the second this was the second sailing out that they had changed the um testing guidelines it was prior to this everybody tested before getting on the ship and um so they changed it two weeks before we got on to everybody tested two days before you got on. And as long as you were negative and that was uploaded, you were good to go. So clearly there's some issues with that because I want to say between 150 and a 200 people um, were posting about their um, families just developing COVID by the time they got home. So somebody oh, made it through. For sure. I, like I tested negative. I didn't even have any symptoms on a Thursday and then tested positive that next Monday. I, I believe based on certain events that happened that Thursday is when I became patient zero and spread it all over my work location. Yep. On yeah. Thursday before, before, before even my wife tested positive. So that was kind of, you know, and I mean, you can only do what you can do, you know, I mean, you test negative, you think, oh, okay, well, you know, I just have a cold. So yeah, because but... people can have colds. People can right. get the flu still. It's still out right. there. I mean, there have been plenty of cruises over the years where one of us has gotten sick on it. So, it um, right. I mean, what are you going to do when you have, you know, this large group of people contained into a small area? You know, I, that would be, if I were to 
have constructive criticism over this trip because overall, you know, funny stories aside and stupid decisions and everything else, it still was another fabulous trip. Mm -hmm. So, but that would be my only constructive criticism is I feel like the testing at the port prior to getting on the ship is something that they should bring back. I do. So Joe, so Joe, since you got COVID on a Disney ship, I think we should give the Disney COVID a rating. Do you give it the the Disney COVID a magic? Well, I'm real happy um, that it was like in the last day of the cruise. So yeah, I would give it magic po- a magic point because COVID I got gets it on the a last magic day. point. And instead of getting it on the first day, I got it on the last day. So I'm real happy for that experience. I guess you can say. Uh, I can tell you one thing because we're going on a cruise in October. You know, for my 40th birthday. And if when we're in close quarters, uh, like doing trivia and stuff, and there's like a hundred people in a tiny little room, I think I'll be wearing a mask. I I, de- I, de- I definitely do think I'll be wearing one. No doubt about it. Alex, what'd you do this week in the world of Disney? Oh, um, I'm glad you asked. Uh, I did nothing. <laughs> did, How about you, Scott? What'd you not do? done a thing. Well, I did watch that movie Rise. Uh, the Giannis. Oh, did you watch that one? Movie. How was it? Movie, great movie, great movie. Was it really? fantastic movie? Nice. Was he yeah, in it? Really at good. All? Uh, I did. I looked for him. I didn't see any like cameos of real uh, of real people except okay. for um, the guy who played Kermit. Uh, sorry, wrong movie. That's uh, Adam Sandler movie. Uh, but no, it was a great movie. Great movie. You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line. Wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at MagicallyScented.com. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site Sorcerer Radio on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. And I'm Nick from Sandpiper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top. This is this is review review D plus this week is Parent Trap with the Lindsay Lohan. What do you guys think of it? The Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. So I, I you know, like we kind of talked about this a little bit. So let's we got two fresh faces here with us to give us a little nice new perspective on the Parent Trap. Scott, what do you think of it? I loved the parent trap, but I was such a huge fan of the original 
uh, I know Joe thinks it came out in like the 1920s, but the 1960s, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the 1960s version starring Haley Mills. Uh, I love this Parent Trap. It was a cute, um, you know, reboot or or remake of an original, and they did some throwbacks. You know, my favorite part in the original Parent Trap is when the two girls sing that song, "Let's t- Let's Get Together," on the stage to try to get their parents back together. Yeah, and in the the '98 version, uh, you can hear Lindsay Lohan singing that kind of under her breath a little bit. Oh, so I cool. like that little nod. Um, I, I love everything that Dennis Quaid is in. Uh, I don't know why. Dennis Quaid's probably my favorite actor. Yeah. Uh, he's one of my favorite so, actors, actually. He's in, he's in the top 30, I think. I mean, uh, but Dennis I just, Quaid's pretty good. I love I loved Dennis Quaid. So I, I love the movie. I love the movie. I thought I thought um, Lindsay Lohan was was great. Um, that was before she took a left turn and went crazy. But uh, love the movie. Okay, how about you, Jen? Or Fur? Jen Nuffer? Jennifer? <laughs> Um, so the funny thing about that movie is I think I've seen it once, like maybe not too long after it came out. I haven't seen it since. Really? No. You saw it in the movie theater? No, no, no. I like I don't think so. I think it was one of those I'm babysitting somebody's kids and we watch it kind of thing. Oh. Uh I just couldn't believe how mean like Lindsay Lohan was through the whole thing. That she surprises the, you? Yeah, she well, she got in those with that group of girls. And they were just like not very nice. That's Mean Girls, Joe. Oh, That's bad. Mean Girls. Wrong movie. Wrong movie. On Wednesdays we were pink. <laughs> Parent Trap to me is a is definitely one of those movies I watched a lot of as a kid. Uh, I liked I liked it. I think it was a really funny movie. Were you watching it recently with my daughter? She liked it. Um, I thought it was still entertaining, and I thought like, could you really? I mean, imagine a kid that age. They're like, what? How old were they? Like. 10, 11? No, she's probably like 23. And she goes to England and has to pretend to be English and convince someone that she's someone else. Like, that is top, well, le- top notch espionage right there. Harder than that, she had to learn the secret handshake. The secret handshake. I yeah, mean, like, everyone's names, where things are. That. Like, right. you, you take me to a different country, I'm going to be so lost and confused. And she had a, like, it was so believable how good she was at pretending to be English. It was crazy. Yeah, it's, it's true. You're right, man. You're right. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, it that? was a good movie. Who knew Lindsay Lohan had a twin? I had no idea. I had no idea either. I didn't know she was such a good actress with those accents. Yeah, you never know. And then, of course, you got to have the... Uh, she should have won a Grammy for that. The Helping Hands fall in love as well, which is was entertaining. I like the Helping Hands in the movie. Uh, yes, they're, they're the really Helping Hands. That was a really cute part of the story and you know it, it that's again a nod to the original but uh definitely more invested in those characters than mm-hmm. the in the original yeah for sure hey this is aj for the d plus club where we cover all things disney plus each week i'll bring you the latest news and rumors as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the disney streaming service in the u.s and in the uk And each week we have a weekly movie club, where between June 13th and 19th, we'll be returning to our MCU series for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms, including the Sorcerer Radio website at srsounds.com forward slash the D Plus Club. With new episodes every Sunday. See you there. Hey, do you want to hear something really cool, Alex? Sure do. So let me tell you a little bit about the Goof Troop, Alex. Do you know about the Goof Troop? I kind of do. Well, it's a great way to support the show. 
you get access to our live shows, which is like a total mess. Oh, it's a total mess. I edit it, and I had to sit there and make sure it sounds professional. Yeah, and it's not at all. Uh, we do giveaways, you know, a couple times a month. We're yeah. always giving away wax melts. We're giving away candles. You know, know. We're giving away books. It's not fair because I can't be in the giveaways because I'm a host. I always try to get in the giveaways, but uh, yeah, it's really not right if I join in, right? No. But you can support us for as low as $2 a month, and you can get access to all of these things. Just for $2? Yeah, just for $2. Wow. In our Discord chat, I mean, our Discord chat is off the chain. It is awesome. It's a lot of fun. We have made lifelong friends in mm-hmm. our Discord chat. It's bumping, uh, as the kids would say. It is bumping, as the kids are saying. And you can, uh, you know, we have a bunch of great Patreon members that keep our chat super active. There's so many great members that I look forward to every morning to wake up and to talk to every day. So where do you get join this Patreon? So, oh, good question there, Alex. All you have to do is go to dizhiz.com, D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com. On the very top, there's a Goof Troop link. Just hit the Goof Troop link. It takes you to our Patreon, and there's so many different ways you can support our show. And as low as $2 a month. As low as $2 a month. And it helps us keep our website up. It helps us with advertising, you know? So for as low as $2 a month, you can help support our show. You can help us advertise to get our show out there from to more people so they can listen. And so we, because we love to interact with fans. We love interacting with everyone. Um, so go ahead and join and join our Discord. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. So I made a game with the help of some of the Patreons. So again, join our Patreon and maybe you can help me make a game in the future or help Chris make a oh, game. Who helped you make this game? I just asked Patreons a question and they helped, oh, me, with it. They helped okay. me with it. But um, this is better than the game that I played because my listeners don't like Marvel. And so I played Marvel trivia. So hopefully this isn't like universal <laughs> trivia because Has, they, you're, you're, no, it's not, it's not, it's not trivia. That it's was a different frustrating. Game. That was a little frustrating. So it's a game I come up, came up with and I thought it might be fun. It's kind I don't have a name for it. Maybe we'll do it again, depending on how well it goes. It's kind of like a debating game. So what's going to happen is oh boy. I asked patrons for two rides that are similar. So they're similar in the fact that they are the same land. Maybe they have the same similar wait times. Maybe they're the same kind of ride. But they had to be in the same park because the idea is we're a family at a theme park. Now, I don't do Disney nowadays, so I don't know how it works. But back in the day, you used to get a fast pass. And if you get a fast pass in the day, you had to pick between two rides sometimes, right? Which ride is better? Which ride should we go on? So I'm going to give us two rides. We're going to talk debate them and figure out which one our happy family is going to go to to finish our day out. Okay, so debate. this isn't like improv. I don't do improv oh, very, yeah. it's just, very it's just well talking. at all. It's just talk, giving your opinion. Okay. And but Jen and I are going to hang out tomorrow. Are we going to get in an argument and not be friends tomorrow? <laughs> I mean, if you if you get in an argument with her as you not being friends, you guys would not have been friends a long time ago. That's true. I, and 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 Jen, if or I'm sorry, Joe, if she can still put up with you after complaining about the uh, the motor for seven days, you're good, man. You're good. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. So, um. I'm going to do a short one. I'm going to do Animal Kingdom because I have some for Animal Kingdom. I also have some for Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Hollywood Studios. I'm going to do Animal Kingdom right now and see how long that takes, and then maybe we'll do more after that. So our first one for Animal Kingdom is Kali River Rapids versus Navi River Journey. Now, I have not been on either of these, but they're very similar because they're, they're both rides in water, and they're both rides that I've never been on because I've been to- I'm told not to go on them. Navi River has a too long of a wait. 
and Cali River Rapids, I really don't know where that is in Animal Kingdom. Okay. Neither do I. <laughs> you don't know Seriously? <laughs> yeah, this is a tough one for me because, I, gosh, I wouldn't use a fast pass on either one of them because there, I, I don't like to walk around wet at a theme park all day. So I would never do Cali River Rapids. Ever, it gets you wet. Ever. It actually gets you wet. It does. You get soaked. Yeah. Do you it's, one, really? it's like one of those round tube rides. I thought it like was just the name. Ludos at the other part. I didn't no, actually make it, you wet. No, you get soaked. So is anyone uh, and Navi River it? ride is not even worth it with the fast pass. It's such. I think it, it's it is, worth it, it is, with the fast pass. No, it's a, it, it's a small world built in the two thousands as no. opposed to the nineteen seventies. I did the history on Navi River ride, and it looks it looks fun to to watch to look go yeah, through. It, it is especially when the animatronic is at the very end and it's working. It's a cool animatronic, right? Um, yes. but, if, but you know, it's not, you know, I don't want to wait 45 minutes for it, but I would wait 15 minutes for that. No doubt. I mean, what ride, hold on one second, guys, let's just throw something out there. What ride would you not wait 15 minutes for? Is there any ride that well, you would not wait? And 15 minutes is including you walking from the, in, in the entrance to like mission space, ride. mission space. <laughs> I won't, I won't go on that at all. Even the green Never. one or whatever, even I the one agree. that doesn't even move. No. <laughs> nope, nope. First of all, they replaced Horizons, and I loved Horizons. Second of all, it's a garbage attraction. Third of all, oh. if I'm not riding, if I if I ride the orange sure. side, I'm going to vomit. If I ride the green side, I'm just going to smell vomit. So no, <laughs> Mission Space is a pass. They can't. They couldn't pay me to ride that. Okay. Okay. Well, so, no, they could. They could pay me or uh, for content. So yeah, maybe I would ride it <laughs> for content. So would you? Hey, would you ride the orange or whatever? Like the most? Would Scott? Would you ride the most intense one for content? And I can record you. It depends on on if uh, there was a guarantee that there would be good viewership afterwards or something. It, I, I would it have to know be that there's going to be a payoff. Probably not. <laughs> so we have to book it. Which one are we going to? You, you everyone says Navi River Journey over Kali River would. Rapids. Nope, Kali River yeah. Rapids. Sorry. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. Joe, so Jen says Kali River Rapids. Joe says Navi. Scott, what did you say? I say Navi. Okay, and I say Navi too because I've. I've seen Hanavi, and Navi looks kind of fun. That means Jen's gonna be mad at us the rest of the whole day because we we don't want to get wet. Okay. She doesn't take things personally like you, Joe. She's gonna let it go. It's fine. So well, our, it I don't know about that. <laughs> so our next one is a show. We get to go okay. watch a show. So the Anna Jones stunt show. We well, we're at Animal Kingdom, so we're gonna go watch Feathered F- Friends in Flight or Finding Nemo: The Big Blue and Beyond. Now I know which one I would vote for if it was me. I'd vote for Finding Nemo because I like that show. Okay. So we have to pick a show about an animal that aren't real. Uh, they're, they're spies. Or a, a, a show that's a made-up musical about uh, a movie that's not a musical. Yes. Okay. Those are two options. I go with the Fluffy Bird show. Okay, Feather Friends I actually Flight. Really li- I really like that show. It's, it's, I really it like, like that show, I, too. We did the history like on it. Too. It looks like a cool show. I would like yeah. to, but over Finding Nemo, I'd rather go to Finding Nemo, but it does look good. So it sounds like all three of you go in Feather Friends of Flight? No, I'm going Nemo. Oh, Nemo for you? How about you, Jen? Why are you going Nemo? Did you not like absolutely Nemo. trash? Uh, didn't oh, you trash didn't. Nemo? I like that show. Chris trashed it. Oh, yeah, Chris did trash it. It's because he had nothing else better to do that day. So, Jen, what do you say? Feather Friends of Flight? Oh, Feather Friends and Plate. I, so have, I, that show has always been really cool to me. Okay, so we have a split decision. So too bad we don't have a fifth person to weigh in. Uh, in the in the um, ask chat Patreon. Room. They can, yeah, they yeah, Patreon chat room. Give us your vote right now. Adam and Ryan in chat. But which one would you rather ride? Trent yeah, and Trent. Trent's watching. Oh, Trent. Oh yeah. Hey, Trent. I saw him down there. Yeah. Yeah. Give us your vote, and we'll since the three of you, that should that should break the tiebreaker. Trent. Okay. Ryan says Nemo. There he comes. 
Nemo. No, all three Nemo. Nemos. So Nemo, Nemo yeah. is. AC. I didn't consider the AC guys. That yeah. was too that late. Was you can't a, take a it back. Brilliant take on it. Anyway, <laughs> I know I'm not taking it back. Uh, I'll go see Feathered Friends during the winter. Okay, so our next one is a going. But the to birds look- don't come out during the winter. They travel north. South. I mean, they go oh. south. <laughs> they they go south. <laughs> they go south. So they're south-er. coming here. They get. They go, there's more birds during the summer, Joe. They go souther. And and they keep Animal Kingdom ten degrees uh, warmer anyway, so it's fine. That's true. So uh, souther is a word. So, so next next we're going to go look at animals. So would you go to Maharaja Maharaja Jungle Trek or Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail? Oh come on. Gorilla Falls. That there's no hesitation. That is the highlight of Animal Kingdom. Seeing 100%. those gorillas. Really? You think so? One hundred. What do you say, Jen? Tigers. Oh. Okay. What do you say, Jen? She said tigers. Not Jen. Um, Alex. I say gorillas. I like. Look, I, okay. I'm, I, you know, I'm a Bengals fan, oh, but I like going fun. to watch the, gen- the gorillas. But half the time, they're you, you're like they're super hard to spot. The gorillas sometimes. are so funny. They're usually they like are funny. And they interact. They're, they're the ba- yeah, they're the, the super, baby ones. Super funny. The tigers are just like cats. They sleep. They make you work for their attention. They're boring. <laughs> I'm going to go with the tigers, too. So we're 2-2 two, two tied. 2-2. Two, two. Again, we let's got talk, to get to let's the Let's ask Abby. You know, we got Scott's oh, daughter. Yeah. Her, she's listening. Oh, okay. Which Come here, Abby. Yeah, my ten- Would you rather see tigers or the gorillas? Tigers. Tigers. Good so, job, Tigers Abby. win. Tigers. There we go. Good job. Oh, my gosh. Right. Okay. So last got one I have here for Animal Kingdom is the hard one. Well, I think it's a hard one. Joe might think it's an easy one. Flight of Passage. Versus Expedition Everest. Oh, we only have fast uh, pass for one of them. I'm gonna do flight of passage. I've never been on Everest ever. Really? You've never been on Everest? Yeah, I've never been on. Can't Everest. You want to ride that together for the first time? Yeah, we've already talked about this for yeah, content. I want to do. If it. you ride it for the first time together, you have to hold hands the whole time. Like that, Thelma it. and no, Louise. We were gonna do that anyway. We we do that anyway. I know, yeah, but this time you're doing it for content. Just you know, content, you know. Right. So, <laughs> anyways, so, <laughs> this is a tough one because I love flight of passage. Uh-huh. Uh, but I really, I've seen the POV on Everest and I really want to ride Everest. Um, and, and I could wait in a shorter line for, um, flight of passage at Epcot. Uh, it's right next to the land. It's called Soren. So I'm going to go Everest. <laughs> I, I'm going to go Everest too. Joseph, I passage Jen, What would you do? Um, see, here's my problem is. I, and we were talking about this last night when, cause they had a preview for Avatar in the, um, Love and Thunder movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are some people are just like losing their minds over, you know, the new Avatar movie coming out. And I've, I've never been a fan. I like Flight of Passage a lot, but just for the, you know, the mechanics of the ride and, you know, the feelings that it elicits like that, but I don't have any attachment to the, the blue people. so. I would probably go Everest. Oh, so that's a split decision again, right? No. no Scott's at Everest. So it's Everest yeah. is. It's Everest. That's Bobo, man. All right. So. I mean, I mean, Flight of Passage is such a good ride, right? I mean, I can see how Everest is really good, but there's just so much that goes into what makes Flight of Passage special. You're just like, you know, I'm just going to go on a roller coaster. I'm going to go on a roller coaster. I can go on Mine Train. I no, because you're at Animal Kingdom. Big Thunder. I know. And I'm also. Everest there's, is the best roller coaster no at Disney. There's no other like Flight of Passage out there. There's no. No, you you are right. You are right. But to Jen's point, I am not invested in that IP, and so therefore, <laughs> it, though it is a cool ride, it's you know, Guardians of the Galaxy movie? is a is a great ride, but it's not my favorite. But I love it because I'm so invested in the Marvel IP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just and I it, to me it's part of the story. 
Yeah, I'm not a big know, fan of your, giant your shows about is Matt Marvel. The No New Friends. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's all you talk about. <laughs> so yeah, and, and Joe kept reminding me like four times. He was like, you know your audience hates Marvel, right? <laughs> he's like, he's uh, like at the very end. Like, how do you know your audience hates Marvel? Did you do a poll? No, just anytime that the word Marvel is in the um is in the title uh-huh. of the episode, yeah. it doesn't do well. Yeah. And and Scott <laughs> constantly brings it up. Like constantly brings it up. Like the last episode, he's like, Oh, we're gonna do some trivia. Oh, it's Marvel trivia. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Joe, well, we had we had well, Lewis from the Nerd Ar- Archive podcast, so it was nerdy, and it's owned by Disney, so uh, okay. Disney and nerdy. I was trying go. to tie the two together. Yeah, okay. I should have just done Star Wars, but whatever. Okay, so our day at Animal Kingdom. So we get there, we go to Navi River Rip- Rapids, <laughs> Navi River Rapids. We go, we go to Navi River Journey, and then we go see the tigers because it's fun to see tigers. And then we get out of the heat by going to see Nemo, and we end the day on Everest. I think that sounds like a pretty good day, actually. I think we need to do that. Like, I think we actually need to do that one time. Do we not get to do the safari tour? No, we just do those four things. Maybe stop for food. Maybe. That, you know, listen, this is probably pretty close to reality now with Genie Plus. Oh, my gosh. That was the game. I, I was, it was all right. It was all yeah, right. It was fun. It was a good game. Like I said, I, like I have, it. I have an idea. I have it for Epcot. Alex, that's a Hollywood really Studios good game. Magic Kingdom. I don't know if it's really good, but it's good. No, because, because, <laughs> it, no, the, it, because it's the would you rather. And there are, like, that first one for me was tough because I don't like either ride. And, uh, <laughs> and, and so it's, it's, you have to pick one. Uh, I like it. I think that was good. Scott, what are you doing on No New Friends this week? Well, uh, it's what we, what are we doing? You're, you're on. Uh, oh, I'm on week. this week? Yeah. Wow. And, uh, okay. and we talk all about Marvel we and talk a lot about stuff Marvel. because we have a, we have a, a brand new guest to the, uh, to the show. And then you brought up the, uh, the CERN microscope oh or whatever, something that was supposed the to restart yeah. the Mandela effect. Yeah. Uh, the, Maybe the it's going to turn it back. I think it turned it back actually. Yeah. Because I, I, it was crazy. I actually saw a movie where Sinbad played a genie. It was crazy. It was on Netflix. Yeah. So that, that sounds like fun. So go ahead and give that a listen. Yeah, check us out at newfriendspodcast.com. So that's episode 162 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Scott. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.